Hey friends! I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and plants and animals that are important to you. I took a half day off from my regular full-time job last week because I had time I was going to lose if I didn't use. So I tried to make the most of the time off, and I took my wife and daughter out to lunch, and after that I'd made an appointment to have my eyes checked, something that I hadn't done in two years. Now, I'm, I'm a man in my late 40s, and as such, there's been a steady decline in my vision. Uh, who am I kidding? There's been a steady decline in everything. Uh, still, this year, my vision did not deteriorate to the point where I required new glasses, thankfully. But my eye doctor did put those drops in my eyes that dilated my pupils. Uh, fortunately, I had sunglasses with me, but still... For the three or four hours that followed my appointment, I wasn't able to see anything held at arm's length. I couldn't see my phone, so I couldn't read text messages. Uh, my wife had asked me to, to get some things for the house, and I couldn't read the labels on the stuff she'd asked me to pick up. I, I could see distance fine, but I couldn't like make out anything on my car dashboard. And I couldn't read the screen at the self-checkout. I had no idea if I was being overcharged. The entire experience put me at a distinct and unique disadvantage. All I wanted to do was get myself home and wait it out, which is exactly what I did. And I basically just sat on the couch and talked on the phone with a friend until I could see again. If anything, the entire experience made me realize just how much I rely on the written word to navigate myself through the world. Not to mention what a big part of my favorite pastimes reading and writing are. Uh, speaking of reading and writing, this is the part of the monologue when I like to mention that you are listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. I am the show's host. My name is Andy Mascola. Hello. And while there are no ads on this program and there is no Patreon set up for it, I am the author of nine novels that are all currently available in both ebook and paperback formats via Amazon. If you like ebooks but you don't use Amazon, you can find every one of my novels on Google Play. Just search my last name, which is spelled M-A-S-C-O-L-A. That's how you find me on Google Play. If you prefer paperback but you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books at barnesandnoble.com, bn.com, if you're in a rush. If you've already purchased any or all of my stories, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. Are the enemy listeners this is episode 219 of the people are the enemy podcast thank you so much for checking it out thanks for spending time with me oh my goodness oh my goodness you've turned into a great show and i'm i'm so happy you're with me now if you're a fan of america's longest running listener supported freeform radio station wfmu and you've listened to it at all over the last week then you must be aware that right now is WFMU's Marathon, a two-week stretch when the station raises the bulk of money it needs to sustain itself for the year. 
As a fan of the station since the early 2000s, I believe WFMU to be the greatest radio station in the world. As such, I do my best to support it monetarily every year at this time, and I'm always rewarded with t-shirts, stickers, DJ premiums, and the intrinsic reward of knowing I've helped this important creative institution keep going. WFMU has always been on the cutting edge of technological innovation. They were one of the first stations to stream live online. They've archived all their programming so folks can listen whenever. They have a free app you can stream and download past shows. And WFMU even offers three separate 24-hour internet streams, on one of which our guest today hosts a weekly four-hour program. That's right! Our guest today is Julie, who hosts the show Dark Night of the Soul, which can be heard every Tuesday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time on the Give the Drummer radio stream via WFMU. Julie's show is described as familiar and forgotten gems from 50-plus years of music on the darker side. Shoegaze, synth-pop, goth, psychedelia, dark wave, with unapologetic detours into 70s pop. In a dark night of the soul, it's always 3 o'clock in the morning. And with that, let's speak with our guest, Julie. Hello, Julie, are you there? I am. Oh, thank you so much for, for talking with, with us today. This is so special. I, I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for being interested. Oh, no, no problem. No, I love the station, <laughs> and it means a lot when, when somebody who works at the station would, would come on and talk with us. This is really special. I, I know the marathon keeps you folks really busy this time of year, so the fact that you could break away and make time is, is means the world. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Listeners, I, I should mention, if, if only as an example of just how busy marathon time is for WFMU's folks, my conversation with Julie had to be rescheduled today because she'll be on the air this afternoon and into the evening. Julie, what's going on this afternoon? Are you assisting with the DJ tag team for the marathon? Yeah, I am co-hosting uh, Ritual Music with Lady Chanticleer, um, but I won't actually be on the air because uh, she's in Texas and we couldn't quite get the, the Zoom thing working. We couldn't, you know, the DJs who broadcast from home don't always have the right equipment to, uh, to add a co-host. So I'm just going to be cheering her on from the comment board. Right on, right on. Julie, the archives for your show, Dark Knight of the Soul, go back to 2010. Was that the year you first started working at WFMU? Uh, it is. It's a, well, that's when I got my show. I had been volunteering for a few years before that. I also did uh, some some board operating, which which basically means I I played like a, a recorded show. I, I was the board operator for the Hour of Pain, hosted by a guy named uh, Kenneth Goldsmith, Kenny G. We call him, and that was my that was my first kind of relatively on air experience. And when I started doing that. Uh, that was actually a show that was uh, on before the Clay Pigeon uh, Dusty show. And Clay Pigeon, being a very friendly guy, invited me on the air with him. So it was uh, it was very quick between being a board op and ending up talking on the air. Very cool. How did you happen to first discover WFMU? Um, years and years ago, I'm not even going to... It is... It it was a very long time ago. Uh, a guy that I was dating was into, into the station, uh, a guy from New Jersey. And uh, he initially turned me on to a couple of the talk shows, Seven Seconds Away, which is still on, as well as Aerial View, which is, is now being hosted at a different place. 
Um, and we started kind of started with that and then eventually started listening to, to some of the music and just, you know, once I discovered it, I, I really didn't change the radio dial after that. You know, that was like it for me. Do you remember the, the very first thing you, you heard when you were first turned on to WFMU? Do you remember what it was? Uh, it was probably seven second delay. So it was probably like a radio prank that Andy and Ken were up to something wacky. I yeah. You know, just, they wasn't even a prank. They were just, you know, they were taking calls and, and, and being funny and, you know, I can't, I can't even necessarily describe it. That's a good entree into, to the station. I, I, I love that show. I still check it out every now and again, but they've done, yeah. they've done, they've, they're, for listeners who don't know, the seven second delay program, Andy Breckman and Ken Friedman, uh, they do it once a week for, I believe, just one hour. And they've done mm-hmm. it for, I think, over 30 years now. And, yes. And they try to do something original each and every show and come up with some kind of uh, wacky conceit a lot of times that, uh, and uh, try to pull off something uh, spectacular. And uh, sometimes, yeah, and sometimes it's just having callers call in uh, to guess something or do something. But it's always, always interesting. Very, very, it's a, such a great concept for a show. And I have to imagine that after 30 years, it's got to be tough to come up with new ideas, you know? And it was probably the, the first or at least the biggest show on FMU to to do real stunts. I mean, one of the things they do every year is they soak Andy Bruckman. So, you know, if you pledge during the soaking time, Andy has to match every pledge because yes. Andy is like, he's a, he's a successful uh, writer and, and producer. So he's got like Hollywood money. Yes. So we like to, we like to relieve him as, of as much as that Hollywood <laughs> money as we can. But Ken has also gotten, you know, he's, he's taken pledges to get tattoos. He's got tattoos on his body. Yes. And not cool uh, tattoos, mind you, like, uh. Like not not flattering tattoos. I think that's the right. Idea. <laughs> like I remember there was there was talk of an eagle's tattoo. Yes. I don't know if he ever actually got that one or not. Yes, but I mean he really you know he puts his not just his brain and, and his heart into it, but his body as well. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. It's it's very very cool what they do. Julie, back to your show. Has has Dark Knight of the Soul always only ever been a part of the Give the Drummer radio stream? No, I started on on WFMU proper. I used to be on at uh, from three to six a.m. Uh, I started on Monday nights for a while. I think I was on Wednesday nights, so I was a late night show on on WFMU proper. And then I was off for a little bit, just doing some fill-ins, and then um, I started filling in for a couple of the people on the drummer stream. And, and Doug eventually asked me to join it, and it's been. It's been really wonderful. I mean, it, it's it's happened in an interesting time. You know, I think I did it maybe for a year or so from the station before, you know, everything got locked down. And I honestly think um, broadcasting from home, you know, I, I have I have a lot of music at home. I mean, there's nothing comparable to the WFMU library, but I do have a, a fair amount of music. And even when I was broadcasting from the library, I was bringing a lot of stuff from home. And I think it's it's sort of, I think I've become a better DJ doing it from home, oddly enough. Do you think it's just um, because of uh, your comfortability, perhaps? Yeah, and I just think, you know, I, I, I've i always played a lot of digital. I mean, I have records and I have CDs, but I don't have, like, as much equipment here, obviously, as I, as I do at the station. But it it just... 
it, I, I expanded a lot into what's not just what's physically available to me. And I've also, I currently have a four hour show, which is like kind of a rarity in, in WSNU land, just because uh, I, I changed slots with somebody and there was an hour break between my show and the next show. And so I was like, well, I, I'd be happy to do four hours. So I've really had a chance to experiment and expand and, and you know, try new things and, and do interesting themes. And it's it's really been it's really been interesting. And, and, and Doug, you know, having Doug as, you know, the, the boss of the stream, the creator of the stream, he just he's given me a lot of freedom. I mean, I've, I've done pop up shows. You know, when there's not a live show, you know, we have kind of a, a canned stream that, that goes. But uh, occasionally I will do a pop-up show. Like I did a, you know, a World Got Day pop-up show or, or, you know, I'm considering doing like a thing for Elton John's birthday, which is like a week from Friday. He's turning 75 and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should do an Elton show. And it just has given me a lot of freedom. Very cool. That's great. Now, the Doug you mentioned is Doug Skolkind. Is 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 he the Shulkin. curator? I'm sorry. I believe it. I believe it's Shulkin. Oh, I'm sorry, Doug Shulkin. Thank you. Yes. Is is he the the the, the curator of the station? Does he he decide what goes on or the stream rather? Yes. Yes, yes he is. Very yes, cool. and he is, he has found people. You know, we have people from all over the place. You know, we've got uh, we've got somebody in Australia. We've got some people in Texas, and we've got some people in Germany. I mean, it's really. The, the drummer stream is very worldwide and, you know, I, I was concerned initially that I wouldn't fit in because I, I felt it was a very sort of international, very world music, exotica kind of stream. And I didn't really think that I would fit in, but I think, I think I've risen to the challenge. I think I play a lot more international stuff than I used to. Uh, that fits in kind of with the theme of my show. So I think that's, it's, I think it's been a good influence on me. Very cool. What do you think are, are some of the features that, that help differentiate the Give the Drummer radio stream from the primary WFMU stream? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I, th you know, because you can't say that we're necessarily more offbeat because there's a lot of really offbeat stuff on the mainstream as well, on the main station as well. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know. You know, there, there is definitely a, a, a certain sound to the stream. It's just like there's a certain sounds like the rock and soul stream and the sheena stream but i don't think i could actually put it into words what makes it different is is, uh, is the the gift the drummer stream is it is it beholden to like fcc guidelines no 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 oh we, so you we can... don't have to we don't have to censor ourselves at all oh that's that's and, a, that's a big and, difference yeah and we don't have to give the uh the station id Ah. which is which is a really i've been very spoiled you know i occasionally go back and do a fill-in at the regular station and i have to make sure to get that station id in at a particular time and i've gotten very used to not doing that right on so it sounds like overall more freedom i'd say, I'd say both oh, especially yeah. it's, with what, it's, what you can do yeah it's a tremendous amount of freedom it's 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 fantastic i mean wfmu itself you have a lot of freedom because you're you know you're curating your own show and not following any kind of playlist but you know the 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 internet streams even more so 
Very cool, very cool. Julie, in your intro, I'd mentioned the, the DJ premiums, and for those folks who aren't familiar, DJ premiums are exclusive gifts offered by the DJs at WFMU and its affiliated streams for listeners when they pledge $75 or more. This year, Julie, your premiums sound so cool. It's, it's an album titled More Kinky Girls, Female yes. Artists Pay Tribute to the Kinks. Now, is this a second volume of a themed album you'd offered as your premium during a past marathon? Yes, I actually did volume one uh, back in 2014, uh, back in the days when I was on Late Night. And I had a really fun, a really fun time putting it together. I'm a huge Kinks fan, like a lifelong Kinks fan. And uh, I just thought it would be fun to put that together. And I even had a couple of, uh, of female artist friends make some exclusive recordings for that, uh, that volume. And this time I have even more. I think there's five or maybe six. I'm not even sure. I've lost count. That's how many there are of, of the 20-some-odd songs on my premium this year are all exclusive recorded just for that that's so cool very it awesome helps to have, it helps to have musical friends that i'm is sure. For sure i bet i bet i mean given your time that you've, you've put in at the station and, and been affiliated with the with with radio you've probably made a lot of musician friends that's true you know i mean it's been it's been a while since we've been able to have guests because of covid but when i was doing my late night show my my wfmu mothership we call it the mothership which means the main radio station. Uh, back when I was doing the regular show, uh, I had a lot of bands on. I just constantly, I was there a lot. You know, I'd be there like three days a week because I'd be recording bands and, and setting things up. And yeah, so I've, I've gotten to know a lot of bands. I've also interviewed some some amazing people. Um, yeah, it's, it's been really great. And some of them, you know, some of them, they come in and you never see or talk to them again, but some of them, you know, you kind of keep in touch with and become friends and, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really great. What a great experience. As you mentioned, the show is four hours long. Four hours is a lot of time for music every week. How much time do you spend between shows figuring out what you're going to play every week? Uh... I usually start the day before, you know, when I first started doing radio, as soon as I would finish one show, I would start planning the next. Uh, but then I found that kind of, they gave me like nothing to do for the rest of the week. So I, I generally do it a day or two before. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so the four hour thing. So I, I refer to the, the fourth hour. I was explaining this to uh, my co-host last week, Tamar who came in and co-hosted with me for the marathon. Um, since, you know, we're all used to mostly doing a three-hour show, uh, I referred to that fourth hour as the bonus hour, and I turned that into a theme hour. So I will play, like, you know, once I hit 6 o'clock, I will, I will focus on a particular theme. Like one week I played all bands from Texas. Um, one time I played... I've done a couple of tributes to the 480 music label. Oh, very cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody loved that one. The most, yeah. most popular one, the one people really liked is for some reason I, I have noticed a lot of things. I'm 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 kind of OCD about um, writing down the year that everything comes out because I like seeing the range of the stuff I play in my show. Yeah. 
And I noticed a lot of good things were coming from 1981. From 4 AD in 1981? Well, just in 1981 in general. Okay, okay. And so I did like an hour on 1981, and I was like, I have so much more 1981 stuff to do. So I ended up doing like, you know, whole shows that were nothing but 1981. And the last one I did, I managed to get... Tony Coulter comes on before me. He comes on from 12 to 3. He played all 1981. Uh, David Duchelle came on after me and played all 1981. Whoa. Uh, Bronwyn Bishop, who does acid jazz hands, came on and played 1981 show tunes. So we did like a whole day back in October, a whole tribute to 1981. Oh, that's You know, so while fun. it was still 2021, while it was still, you know, 40 years <laughs> Very that cool. was really a lot of fun. Yeah, you, uh, listeners probably discovered a lot of great stuff that they probably either overlooked or, or just, you know, just never even thought, considered, you know, from that, that time Yeah, period. I mean, because a lot of it was not necessarily things that were played on the radio. You know, there was a lot of underground music at that time. And, you know, maybe it was played on, you know, German college stations or whatever. But it was a lot of stuff that was overlooked. You know, it wasn't just you know, Betty Davis eyes and all the stuff that was on the charts. There was a lot to it. Very cool. Very cool. Julie, one thing I know about marathon time at WFMU is the DJs are always concerned about getting great prizes to give to their listeners. Have you been able to get some great prizes to incentivize Dark Knight of the Soul listeners this year? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always, it's always a little bit of a, it's, it's always a challenge you know, you kind of have to sit and think about, you know, what you try, you know, you try to get recent stuff and uh, you try to think about what you played in the past year and maybe what was good. And then you have to go through our music director, Olivia, who kind of has to approach the labels and see if she'll, they'll send us anything. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I got some, I got some good stuff. I, last week I gave away, this is actually something I gave away. I think I gave away the same prize last year. There's a three box, three CD box set called um, Milk of the Tree, which is like female singer songwriters from the 60s. Hmm. Like that was my grand prize last week. And that's like one of these, these prizes that I'm like, oh, I have to buy this. I have to have this for myself. <laughs> it's such a great prize. Awesome. And like this coming week, I have um, a two CD set. Uh, it's highlights from the Pink Floyd early years box set. Oh, cool. So that's, that's, you know, that's like, I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan. I play him almost every week. So that's, you know, that's a definitely among the, among the good prizes. But yeah, we work really hard to try and find things that, you know, fit the show and that people will like. And I try to mix it up as far as CDs and records because not everybody has a CD player and not everybody has a record player. So, you know, I put like, two up at a time and one is a CD and one is a record and they can be like, Oh, well I, I only have a record player. I want this one. And if they get their name drawn, they get the record. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Now between now and the end of this year's March marathon, there's one more episode of dark night of the soul, uh, which, uh, what, what can listeners tuning into your show this Tuesday, aside from this, this, this box set from Pink Floyd, expect to hear, uh, and this final push for pledges this Tuesday from 3 to 7 p.m. I don't 
don't know. You know, I don't have, I haven't even picked my theme yet. The thing that's been challenging is I, you know, I try to play things from the prizes. So I have to sort of see what I have prize wise that has a connection that I can build a theme around. Do you have a, do you have a, a partner this, uh, this, this time yes. around? Who, yes. I, I'm going to be joined with I, Irene Trudell. Oh, and we're right going to be uh, broadcasting from Studio A at the station, which is always fun to actually go down there and, and use the big studio. Uh, and it's, Irene has become a friend. You know, I, I listened to Irene on the radio for years. She's kind of a radio hero of mine. And you know, now she's a friend. And, you know, I co-hosted for her a few times. And she's co-hosted for me a few times. And we have a lot of overlap with our audience. It's going to be really fun. Awesome. Awesome. So, listeners, if you're, if you're hearing this show on the day it comes out, which is a Monday, be sure to tune in to Julie's show tomorrow, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. on the Give the Drummer Radio stream. Uh, it's, her show is called Dark Night of the Soul. You're going to want to tune in. Get your cash ready because you're going to want to pledge to the greatest radio station in the world, and you're going to want to get that, get her DJ premium, the premium, the more kinky girls CD. Or yes, is it a I'm CD or is it? Things from that too. Yes. Is it? I, I said CD. Is it a CD? It is a CD, but you can also get it as a download right, if you don't want to deal with any physical right. media. Awesome. But it's nice to have the CD because we, you know, we put together the art and everything for it. Uh, I did just want to mention um, URL wise, you know, you can find us by toggling the thing at the top of WFMU.org. But we actually, the drummer string, we have our own landing page. Yes, that's true. So you can go to WFMU.org slash drummer, and that will take you right to the drummer program. I'm going to make sure, I'm going to make sure to put a link to that right in the description of this program. So listeners, I want you to go there. I want you to check out the Give the Drummer radio stream. I want you to pledge what you can, WFMU. It's, it's so important. The station is so important. Uh, it's such a great thing. It's, there's nothing else like it. And uh, you, you'd be, uh, again, there's uh, extrinsic rewards and intrinsic rewards, and it's all worthwhile, <laughs> and I recommend it. Julie, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me, Andy. Oh, no problem at all. No problem at all. Uh, next up, we have Tommy Tallahassee with his game show, Marky Mark, Marky Smith, or Chuck E. Cheese. Take it away, Tommy. From the Palace of Perpetual Despair, it's Marky Mark, Mark E. Smith, or Chuck E. Cheese. Here's your host, Tommy Tallahassee. Oh, that's right, it's America's fastest running game show, Marky Mark, Marky Smith, or Chuck E. Cheese. We'll be right back. Should we do a commercial? Let's do a quick commercial break, maybe. Well, there's going to be a, I'm going to play that theme over that, and then. That part will come on right at the end. And then... Wait. Oh, I thought... So, we are back with America's fastest game show, Marky Mark, Marky Smith, or Chuck E. Cheese. A game where I read a quote, and our contestants, Mark and Mary from Detroit, Michigan, will try to guess whether that quote is from Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Marky Smith from the small... From the fall. <laughs> he could be all from, from the small. He's British, so we I already know his small. penis is small. And True. Chuck E. Cheese from <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese Pizzeria. Charles. So, 
Uh, we we have already initiated a coin flip, and our first contestant will be Mark from Detroit. Mark, hi. Who is this quote from? All right, let's go. Being Catholic is the most important aspect of my life. Uh, that is from Marky Mark. That is correct. Yeah. One point for Mark from Detroit. Ding 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 ding. Should I do noises like that? Mary, your question is next. Buy some pizza from me, a dirty rat. I'm going to say that's um, Charles Entertainment Cheese. That is correct. Mark, your question is, the only good Philip K. Dick film is Total Recall. It's faithful to the book. Arnie gets it. Marky Smith. That is correct. Yes. Mary, your question is, blue cheese contains natural amphetamines. Why are students not informed about this? Marky Mark? I'm sorry, that is Marky Smith. What? <laughs> fear is, Mark, I'm sorry, your question is, All right. fear is something I try not to absorb. Uh, that would be uh, Marky Mark. I'm sorry, that is also Marky Smith. What? Oh. Mary, your question is, growing up, I think I was arrested 20 odd times by the Boston police. <laughs> the good news is that I've been able to use those experiences in a lot of my roles. And that has been a lot of a blessing. I think this is Charles Entertainment Cheese. This is my question. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry, obviously sorry. Charles Entertainment Cheese. I'm sorry. That is Marky Mark Wahlberg. Oh. I would have never guessed that one. Mark, your question yeah. is, like my brothers <laughs> and I started this restaurant and put our name on it. Uh, I think that would be Charles Entertainment Cheese. That is correct. Charles Entertainment right. Cheese. Mary, your question is, it's pizza o'clock somewhere. I feel like it's Marky Smith. I'm sorry, that is Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, Mark, your question is, I've always wanted to do right in life, but the wanting and the doing aren't always quite the same thing. Who said this? Well, that, that's a tough one, but... Uh... I, I I think that was uh, I think that was Marky Smith of the Fall. I'm sorry, that was Marky Mark of the oh. Funky Bunch. Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch. <laughs> All right, okay. how about this one, Mary? Your question is light on the sauce, heavy on the cheese. That's what I please. I'm gonna think that was Charles Entertainment Smith. Oh no, sorry, you said Charles Entertainment Smith, oh. and that is incorrect. It is Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> We are tied up at four and four apiece. All right. For the bonus question, you will have to name with your name when you know who this quote is from. Okay. Okay. Are we going at the same time? You are going at the same okay. time. Okay. I'm going to read the questions. You will buzz Wait. in to see who is the winner. We buzz by uh, yelling our own name. By just yelling your okay. own name. And I will acknowledge okay. who said it first. Sounds the good. question is, the vibrations. Better Marky than Mark. some kiss. Mar I want to know Mark. who done this. Mark. Marky Smith. <laughs> What? Mark. Marky Smith. I'm sorry. What? It's Marky Mark from the song Good Vibration. Yeah. Obviously. Mary. I thought he was talking about the band. I'm sorry. What? No. It's Marky Mary. Mark and the Funky Bunch. You are our winner. Congratulations. Woo! And that is all we have for Marky Smith, Marky Mark, or Chuck E. Cheese. Thank you, everybody. Talking about. We're going to do one bonus question for all the marbles. Okay. Yell out when you know the answer. The vibrations better than Sunkiss. I don't know. 
But who done this? Marky Mark and the Funky Got Bunch. Got a D on the backup. I don't do drugs. So put the crack up. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? I'm sorry, you didn't know your name. Mark. 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 Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. That is correct. Marky yes. Mark and the Funky Bunch. You win. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You win two free <laughs> vanilla lattes and a Dunkin' Cronut at Dunkin' Donuts, courtesy of Dunkin' Donuts, on 468 West Grand Avenue in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Thank you, and good night. Thank you, Tommy Tallahassee, for that original game show. Very, very cool. It, it, it did get a little confusing, given that uh, the, the, the game is Marky Mark, Marky Smith, or Chuck E. Cheese, and one of the contestants is also named Mark. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, uh, those those uh, that was Mary Cromley and Mark Other from uh, the band The Palace of Auburn Hills, formerly members of the band uh, Bloodstone. Yeah, pretty sure. Very cool. Thank you for that, Tommy. That was uh, that was very fun, uh, folks. This has been episode 219 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Julie. Her show is Dark Night of the Soul on the Give the Drummer radio stream on WFMU. Please check it out. And thank you, Tommy Tallahassee and guests for that, uh, for that fun game show. Uh, we love you. Peace.